didn't realise that was a creepy sound until now. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly everything's a little creepier. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's a good job I transcribed all my notes because I'll be able to read them then. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Well, yeah. well if you just wrote them all well. out, they'll be fresh in your mind. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not that they're any use. No, mine neither. I took terrible notes. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Tell us about the film you picked, Claire. I picked a film called The Haunting, um, the 1963 version, um, because I have recently read the book by Shirley Jackson and I thought it was an excellent book and it was very different to most horror stories um, and I was interested to see how they made it into a film and so I thought I might suggest it because it might be quite interesting Mm. as a film to watch. And I'd be interested to know what people thought of it. Cool. Good. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the summary. Fernando, what did you think of it? Hmm, what did I think of it? Um, uh, you just watched it like two hours ago, right? Yes. Not even that. I would say about half an hour ago. <laughs> nice. um, 45 minutes ago. Maybe, yeah, yes. okay. <clears throat> we're finished um, I thought it was old mm-hmm. it was certainly old uh, it was somehow still enjoyable though or at least the well, the yes there was a prelude and the story itself mm. uh, so the prelude was a little bit old maybe even older so yeah. I was a little bit worried that <laughs> the they did that bit first uh-huh. mm-hmm. But when they changed to the actual narrative, mm, it got much better, so it was enjoyable. Okay. The effects were a little bit old as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and nothing much happened. So, uh, as in, mm. probably it, it might have been a little bit difficult being the actors in the movie because it was basically just them in the house. Mm. Mm. and I wonder whether the sound effects were added afterwards and if that was so then it was particularly difficult being an actor I suppose just being there (laughs) Mm. or having to pretend you're frightened of something that's you can't even hear Uh uh-huh yeah Mm. also what else did I think Mm. what else did I think I'm not sure you didn't tell me as we were watching it. Maybe you didn't think anything. Do you want to check my notes? <laughs> yes, please. I was laughing at some points. Although I'm laughing. Sure yes. Uh, I'm not sure why. You had a few laughs. Yes. You laughed when that woman fell down the stairs and died. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. In the prelude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I just thought that nobody dies of just falling down the stairs. Maybe some people do. I think some people do. I think that's like one of the most common ways for people to die in well, the house, Well, if you're extremely right? old, then maybe you yeah, do. Yeah, okay. But I have fallen off the stairs. You just checked I'm still, for I'm still alive. You're still okay. Sorry, I'm keeping yes. on that. Yeah. That's okay. good. Um, and... Yes, well, why was the um, what was the old lady called the um, the one that they kicked out of the house? The old lady. Well, was she old or was she no, not old? I don't think she was that old. Uh, Eleanor. Eleanor. The main yes, character. of course. Yes. Yeah. Eleanor, yeah. Old lady. <laughs> she was like my age. <laughs> <laughs> like forty at most. <laughs> um, 
Why was she the centre of attention? Why was she... Mm. Why, why is anyone the centre of attention in, in films? Um, I guess usually because they're somehow interesting. You I want suppose to know something about their character. Mm. And um, what is the name of the other lady that wasn't old? Theodora. Um, Theodora. Who and I why? took to be the same age or older. Really? Yeah. Why was... Why was the relationship between Theodore and Eleanor not developed further? You're right. That's an I couldn't, question. I couldn't figure out their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, for the, the the whole thing, I could never quite work out where, whether they were on good terms, whether they liked each other or didn't. They were... Yeah, Theodora was so friendly towards Eleanor. Well, um, Laura But also so aggressive sometimes. hypothesis. <laughs> Could you explain your hypothesis? I did say, I, I wonder if Theodora is perhaps gay and attracted to Eleanor. I've never revised yeah. my thoughts and I would like to explore them more okay. after our introductory... I did not think that she like was it, gay. I thought she was pansexual. Perhaps she is pansexual, um, yes. I was using gay as an umbrella term. Okay, yeah. Michael, did you like the film? I... <laughs> didn't like the really? film. Really? All things said, I didn't like it. I'm glad I watched it. I thought it was a good choice as well because it's a, a film unlike films that we've watched so far. Um, but I thought that the the scary elements didn't scare me. Um, I thought the characters were poorly written. Um, the dialogue didn't ring true at all. And I, I didn't feel like any of it was believable. And by that, I don't mean that I don't believe in ghosts. I mean the characters' reactions weren't believable. <laughs> um, this is a, a thing like in... Uh, if you're reading Harry Potter, you have to believe in like wizards and goblins yeah, yeah. and stuff. But that's still... You, you have to have characters who act in a way that you can believe. And I didn't think the film gave me that. Um, and it went on for, for too long, plodding through quite a... Uh, quite a bare bones story for me. Mm. That'd be my summary. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm fairly meddling about it. Um, I do feel like it dragged a lot as a film, um, and maybe it sort of hinted at the stuff being like sort of in Eleanor's head. I feel like a lot. The book was a lot more focused on on her, and I, I thought the way they when they, they first started and they had her like internal monologue, I thought it was going to be a lot more about like her dealing with her insecurities and stuff. And they did bring that up, and mm-hmm. but I feel like I don't know. It just it felt lacking somehow um, in comparison to to the book at least. And then it, for me, it did. It felt like it went on too long. Okay. Was Eleanor diabolically, diabolically possessed in the book? No. Oh. N- nor was she in the film. <laughs> was she not in the film? Do you well, feel she that she been. was? Well, I thought that maybe she was being possessed. I guess that's possible. I thought she was being possessed. Okay, interesting. Um, okay. I don't, don't know about the word diabolically, but I, I thought <laughs> something in the house was getting to her. And I thought it became clear by the end that that was a very real supernatural force that was compelling her to do things. I think that if you're possessed, then you're diabolically possessed. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <statement>. Diabolical <laughs> means the the devil, right? And the devil is the only one who can possess you, right? 
<laughs> yeah, mate, was it the devil that was in the house? Was that what you felt? Maybe, yes. Okay. Can I say, I yeah. thought the film was fantastic. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. I Seriously? It was yeah, I really, from the beginning, was like, yes. Oh. <laughs> what did you like about it? I, I thought that, uh, mainly I thought it was just so well directed. Honestly, the camera mm, work yeah. was fantastic, oh. and... I thought Eleanor was a very rich, complicated character. Uh, so was Theodora, I thought, and I was really interested in their relationship. Um, mm. I did say I went through the whole film with a completely different idea of what the story was going to be in my head from right. misremembering the book, I think, and having seen the 90s version of the film. Um, um. So I went through the whole film thinking that... What was his name? Mark? What was the doctor, the guy's name? Markway. Markway. Markway had set Call up... me David. <laughs> Ishmael. That <laughs> he'd set up this entire thing as a psychological experiment. Mm. Um, oh. So it completely affected my viewing of the film, thinking that something was going to reveal itself. And then, obviously, it turned out that we think that the supernatural element was real. Yeah. Um, and I just... Yeah, I was just so interested from start to finish. Hmm. And uh, I thought it was very well shot and constructed. And I like that nothing happened, really. And right. it was just watching these characters, this tension. But every scene was just so tense between the characters. That's true. It was um, very tense. Yeah. I quite like a, a film that's just about a handful of characters stuck in one place. Mm. <laughs> Slowly. Twelve angry men. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I've not seen that. Oh, you'd love it. Mm, I was thinking of Inspector <laughs> Calls. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was this... thinking of Clue. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a um, Yeah, interesting. So, it sounds like a lot of the things I disliked about it were the things that you did like. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, so what what were your thoughts about um, Nell and Theo and the, the relationship between them? I felt that Theo um, was trying to charm Eleanor okay. in the beginning and trying to almost seduce her. Right. Well, it was trying to be very sensual. God, that word is Oh, no, word. you said <laughs> sensual again. <laughs> Ring the sensual bell. I've got to oh, stop God. sensual. Don't ever say that. is sensual. Ring the sensual bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was being very suggestive. Maybe that's what I should say. Okay. Very alluring. Do you not think, you not think that? But, uh, sort of sexually? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's hard to describe it because it wasn't very verbal their relationship. But she was being very—I thought she was being very suggestive. Um, yeah, but I think she was word? trying to draw Eleanor in um, because she sensed that Eleanor was perhaps quite vulnerable and could be manipulated a bit. Not that there was a uh, meanness about it, but um, that's what I felt the relationship was. And Eleanor being so so insecure and so vulnerable mm. was drawn in but knew that she, she was trying to draw in I think it's hard to, I'm not really sure what my feelings are mm. this is why ideally there would be time between the viewing and, the, <laughs> and this <laughs> oh, to wow. collect my thoughts but never mind that's cool um, yeah what did you think so, what did everyone think and I, I felt like at the start the, the relationship between Theodora and Eleanor was quite um I feel like everyone was a threat to Eleanor at the start. Mm. And then when Theodora was like, 
uh, saying things like, oh, you've got new clothes and, mm-hmm. you know, like, sort of not reading our mind, but figuring out things about are presumably mm-hmm. based on body language. Um, I thought it was supposed to make her seem threatening. I thought she was oh. supposed to seem like she was she was maybe the bad thing or the doctor oh. was maybe the bad thing because mm-hmm. he was being a bit I don't know, just a bit creepy um, and then mm. then Luke appears out of nowhere where they're just sitting around chatting so oh who the like mm. who are all these people? What's he <laughs> where did he come from? Is he part of the house? What <laughs> So I kinda felt like bits of it I don't know, I felt like at the start I felt like all I felt like uh like I was with Eleanor all the time, I think, because it was from her point of view and stuff. And therefore I felt like all the other characters were a threat to her and to Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it like that. I thought it as particularly Theodora and Markway were very magnetic. So I was with Eleanor, but I was feeling her being drawn towards Interesting. Luke very much could have been cut from this film for me. <laughs> very he much. was so... You know the the crow in The Secret of Nim? That was Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Just no... So flat. So annoying. Yeah. Just yeah, talked about money, money or sex. The yeah. entire film. <laughs> Every line he had was like, I could sell this. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't damage it. <laughs> Money. Um, I guess yeah. in a way it made it made sense having a sceptic there, someone who was not at all interested in this yeah. whole ghost thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, altogether I could have done without him. A different character, a different sceptic. Yeah, would he have could have been, been yeah. yeah, but he was just a shit. <laughs> and that was one of my notes, was just look as a dick. Yeah. So <laughs> like, there's just no context. <gasps> all there was. It would have been so much better if he'd been played by Owen Wilson. <laughs> as indeed he is oh my god in the 90s version. really <laughs> yeah. oh no oh, it works so well <laughs> oh. so who does Ben Stiller play Ben Stiller do you mean Liam Neeson <laughs> is ben, ben Stiller, Stiller in all of the films with Owen Wilson oh yeah, often, yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson yeah. is in the new one nice Catherine yeah. Zeta-Jones yep. I think yep. is she yep. Theo yeah Yeesh. she plays a very good Theo actually who plays Eleanor okay I don't know some woman some women. Cool. It's a very different film. Mm. So you two have both read the book. Yeah. Yeah, yes. in quest. Yeah. But Fernando, you haven't read the book. I have not read the book. Neither have I. It's a good book. Um, Probably I remember. Yeah. Hmm. I think I guess the book's I know scarier. what happens now, but yeah, the more there's, there's something. Maybe, maybe it was something to do with the the very old special effects or just just something to do with the way people scare that that just didn't didn't strike me as particularly scary in mm. in the film um but maybe in in the book that would be mm. a little different uh i i wish it had turned out all to be an experiment or something mm. i wish there'd been some some explanation for all of this it's not just oh yeah it's cuz there are some ghosts and the ghosts do spooky things, and it's not the ghosts. That's the end. It's the house. It's the house. The yeah. house is deranged. But that's what they said at some point, which I find yeah. very exciting. <clears throat> really, the thought of a deranged house. <laughs> deranged house, but they mean some kind of spirit inside the house. Right? Well, they did talk about that at times. 
But I was getting the sense that it was the house itself. They kept saying the house house. is evil. Yeah, okay. Not that even something was lingering in the house. It was the house itself Mm. was rotten from the beginning. Yeah, that was an interesting Which I thought was quite novel. You don't often get a haunted house where it's the house. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) Um, But in the end it didn't... uh, what, What did it mean that it was the house? And it's sort of made some banging noises and that was about it and drove the woman mad. Well, I feel like that's... Um, so for me, that's the real, like, point. It's like, what was it about... Like, what was the house actually doing? Was there anything supernatural about what happened? Or was it just that she was really vulnerable and susceptible to believe in that? Like, that banging noise could have been a back door mm-hmm. swinging open and shut. Yeah. And if you convince yourself it's coming towards your door, you imagine it. And then, you know, because the door's swinging open, the house shakes a little bit and the door handle rattles a little bit. So you think it's the demon coming in or something. Yeah. Um, like, not. it was all explicable for me. I don't think there was any point. What about the door swelling at the end? Oh, that was just that was just psychosis, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, wow! No, yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I'd forgotten about that because that was the point where and the where chalk I, on the wall and the chalk on that the wall that could have been that anyone. Though. Could yeah, have, could have been yeah. one of them, couldn't yeah. it? And that that for me would have been a lot more interesting if if it really had been possible that there's just nothing. Mm, yeah. Um But I don't know. So some of the stuff, like why would the the door handle be slightly turning? I could right. just about. The door handle turn like that. Maybe you're right, um, but then that that was the bit that did it for me was this door swelling mm. up and them all seeing it and the guy going, "Hey, dark, I'll sell you this house real cheap." <laughs> and that was the point where I thought, "Oh, right, so it's just a haunted house." Um, I thought it'd be really interesting if it was, yeah, if there was some some question left at the end, mm. like in. Um, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, which oh my goodness, you and I yeah. watched together, Claire. Did you two see that? I think I have seen it, but I think I stopped because it was too frightening. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Seriously scary film, but the question all the way through is, is this, is it possible that this is really a de- demonic possession? Mm. Or is it just, um, whatever it was, uh, epilepsy? Mm. And we never... You, you never quite find mm. that out, and I found that so much more interesting. Um, I'm going to say that we should just disregard the door bending. Okay, <laughs> yeah, can we pretend the film can happened just, without that? Yeah, because oh, I think it could still be very ambiguous without that. Mm. And I'm sure there is a way that we can explain the door bending. Maybe heat, heat and uh, sudden <laughs> coldness <laughs> caused the door yeah. to, to, to. If the door to... was made of rubber, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe it was. Did they <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe it was. <laughs> Did the other characters see the door bending? I can't remember now. Yeah, they all remarked hilariously well, they, on they? it. Did they? Yeah, the guy said, "Hey, Doc, I'll sell you this house real cheap." Maybe he was just he was trying to sell a house. Finally convinced. Well, I don't think. Um, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a good, mm-hmm. good thought experiment. Ignore that scene. Pretend yeah. that bit didn't happen. And then I think that's what I had done in my head was just block that scene. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and then yeah, fair enough. That's that's more interesting. So who wrote on the walls? 
Could have been any of them because they were Could've all a threat to Eleanor. Could have been any of them. Could even have been Eleanor. But it was going Mrs. Crazy. Dudley. Jesus. Oh, oh Mrs. It was Dudley. So her. <laughs> we she even was more weird. Her. She was so frightening. She yeah. was a good, a good scary. She was a good scary woman. character. I like how she was just shouting the breakfast times when they were all having their panic. Yeah. <laughs> she would continue to shout those times if they were all dead in the, <laughs> in the dining room. <laughs> well, that's what got me. and I, I wondered if she was going to turn out to be a ghost or something because mm. she repeated the exact same phrase. We heard her say the exact same things twice. Mm-hmm. Um, as if she was just stuck in a loop somehow. I like that. I feel like she was getting anxious that she couldn't say it to Theo because they were having their conversation. Oh, yeah. And then Eleanor was like, "But remember to say, it. no one can hear you scream in the dark." And then she turns around. And she's like, "Yes, no one can help you from town. Thank you, Eleanor, for letting me finish my script." I've said dinner. Thank heaven, somebody's here. My name's Eleanor Lance. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Theodora. Just Theodora. What about this crazy house? I'm right next door. We have a connecting bath. This one used to be the embalming room, I bet. It was terrible being here alone. I set dinner on the dining room sideboard. Where's Markway? I thought he'd have been here before anyone else. You serve yourselves. I clear up in the morning. Have you known Dr. Markway long? I have breakfast ready at nine. No, I've never met him. I don't stay after six. Not after it begins to get dark. My only contact with him has been our correspondence about the, uh, quote, experiment. Unquote. I leave before the dark comes, so there won't be anyone around if you need help. No one can hear you if you scream in the night. Isn't that so, Mrs. Dudley? No one lives any nearer than town. No one will come any nearer than that. In the night. In the dark. That's nice. (laughs) (sighs) Maybe it wasn't such a bad film. (laughs) I I think it was just the, the weird writing and just stuff that I couldn't really see the characters actually doing um what sort of thing um so they're they they see the they hear the door banging they both stare at the door Mm. and neither of them think to like shout for for the two blokes or anything like that and they don't go back into the other room that's adjoining their room and they just sit there and look wide-eyed for the camera um you can be paralysed by fear. I thought that was very believable. That's exactly what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> and they thought it was coming for them as well, so they didn't mm. want to scream. Yeah, I don't... Like, as I say, I, I'm not entirely convinced that I'm on the fence with the film in terms of whether I enjoyed it or not. Oh, yeah. I thought it was fantastic that no one really screamed. They did scream a couple of times, but there was mostly the moments where you just saw them building up to a scream that just got swallowed because of... With yeah. The, yeah, that's something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Theo and Nell, I thought was getting interesting, but I realised after a while it was just. I I was sort of thinking, oh, this is interesting and uh, an unpredictable relationship. What are they going to say next? And I realised it was unpredictable because it was just sort of badly written. <laughs> I thought they they just. Oh. Um, Unless I'm just being dim and everything they said did make some sense, but they seemed to fly off the handle at each other in one second and be best friends the other second. And I was thinking, oh, that's interesting, these weird mood swings. But then I realised it's you, you could just write random words for them and <laughs> say it's mo- violent mood swings. I, I, I disagree um, again. I think okay. that... Um... 
that made their relationship made sense to me with their characters. Okay. Um, the way that I think Theo was a very cool person. No, I don't mean cool, like cool, cool. but she was very cool, cool, cool. collected all the time. Mm. Yeah, and she was pushing Eleanor's buttons all the time. Um, mm. And why was she doing that? I why think was that was just her. her up? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and then at other times, trying to comfort her. I think in the, it got towards the stage where she realised that Eleanor was having a genuine mental breakdown and mm. then became more empathetic and and sweet about it. But I think we can just say that Theo's a complicated woman yeah. who enjoys she teasing people was. and pushing people mm. to the edge. I guess so. I don't need to... I didn't need any more than that to know about yeah. her. Um. And it, it seemed weird after they'd shared that terrifying experience on mm-hmm. the first night. That after that, she was still so cold with Nell the next day, um, and making fun of her and stuff. It just didn't seem. Mm. Maybe she was in love with her. So I have to say, I I was <laughs> thinking about that a lot. I. And I, I wonder if we were supposed to think about that. Oh, I think we were. You think we were? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think Theo was coded as um, sapphic. Do you know that word? No, I don't know that word. It means women who are attracted to women. Mm. Okay. Mm. Sapphic. Sapphic. It's Greek. Is that not the island? Sapphos? Yeah, someone like and when you say coded, what what exactly do you I mean? I mean, like, in the 60s, they're never going to come out and be like, this is our lesbian character. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, we were given hints that made us think that she might be, without it being explicit. I mean, well, it was okay. implicit. It suggests a partner, doesn't it? But it doesn't tell you the, anything about the partner. It suggests a partner. Cause Remember sh- when she says, we. Yeah, we have this house. Yeah. And then... Nell becomes really uncomfortable after she's asked her if she's married. Yeah. Maybe that she didn't mean a woman, but later on when they're having mm. another big argument, Nell says, you're an abomination or something, doesn't she? They have a big argument. You're the monster of your house. The, well, she thinks she's being funny. Tell me, Dr. Mark, where are you fond of stone lions, the kind you keep on the mantle? Shut up, Theo. You long for a tiny home, something smaller than Hill House. There's room for two, isn't there, Nell? You're a monster, Theo. You're the monster of Hill House! I think that was a different bit, actually. Remember when they're on the veranda? Mm. And Theo tries to pull Nell back inside, and maybe that's when she says she's the monster, but she says you're a... something like you're an (coughs) abomination. And then Theo's like, I don't know what you mean. Right. Um, And Nell's like, now who's acting innocent? You know exactly what I mean. You poor stupid innocent... I'd rather be innocent than like you. Meaning what? Now who's being stupid and innocent? You know perfectly well what I mean. Is this another of your crazy hallucinations? I'm not crazy. Crazy as a loon. You really expect me to believe you're sane and the rest of the world is mad? Well, why not? The world is full of inconsistencies. Unnatural things. Nature's mistakes, they're called. You, for instance. And I feel like that was... for I interpreted that as... She was hinting about something. Hmm. Maybe it was that she was just living with someone without being married. And maybe it had nothing to do with that whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> but I was already picking up the kind of yeah, once suggestiveness you're looking for it. of uh, Theo's character. Okay. 
of being so flirty at times with Nell. Yeah, okay. Um, Interesting. Because, yeah, yeah that, I, I agree that there was there was a lot of interesting sort of flirtation mm-hmm. and and something like that, but I was putting it down to um, maybe people just acted like that in the early 60s. Um, <laughs> and, and, like, They're all on acid. The, think of the number of times, like, you're reading... Shakespeare, and it says that the two guys kiss, and everyone goes, "Ha ha ha, they're gay," and actually, it's just like <laughs> in the play. <laughs> no, um, like it's just the way that people acted in those days, and we, we're not meant to read anything into it. So mm. I didn't know if, oh, maybe women in the sixties all like <laughs> hugged each other a lot and talked about each other's like beauty or whatever. Um, but no, I'm glad you. Mm. I'm glad you thought of something there as well. <laughs> I'm more convinced. Good. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, Flirty McFlirterson? Sorry, I don't know. Which one's Flirty McFlirterson? <laughs> Mark. Why can't I remember his name? Markway. It's spelt Marquis. If oh, that helps. Oh, maybe that is why I'm getting. Well, no. I'm oh, him. That. He was odd. Yeah. Didn't quite know what he was thinking either. Again, I thought he was trying to seduce Eleanor for reasons of that were unclear that would become clear about it being an experiment. Yeah. And he was trying to like just provoke her again and make her and manipulate her. Which made sense because he was flirting with her a bit, I think. When he kept mm. saying I try Yes, to you look like the statue and I would call the statue a natural beauty. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, just yeah. like saying, Oh, you're so soft and sweet and everyone loves you and just yeah. I felt that there was something between them. Yeah, but was he I just have no idea what her that was. Right? Ease, or? Yeah, probably. Who knows? Mm. What did you think, Fernando? I did not think that he was flirting with her. Mm. Mm. <laughs> she was quite upset when she found out he was married, right? Mm. Oh, she was definitely. She became obsessed him. with him very quickly. Yeah, and I think it's because he was paying her attention. Yeah. Okay. But you don't think he was. No. Was he just being friendly? Yes. It was love that was not reciprocated. Mm. <laughs> also, the, was he? Isn't, did he ever take any instruments to measure any kind of nothing? Or something no. scientifically? Because his studies were meant to be some kind of scientific. <laughs> Actually, they were anthropological. <laughs> oh, anthropological! Oh, yeah. We don't oh. need any equipment whatsoever. I just had a question. He had a notebook. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> all we need. My favourite bit was when he said, uh, oh yeah, you can feel how cold it is in this spot. And I guarantee it won't show up on any thermometer. And then he didn't even try. Like, <laughs> I don't need instruments. It, it feels cold, but let's say it doesn't show up. That is so anthropological. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed watching a, a film about anthropology. Where, would you say it reflected your experience? <laughs> yeah, completely. We all we love um, trapping people in haunted houses and for no particular reason whatsoever. Yeah, is that what you're doing here? Is that why we're meeting <laughs> yeah. in the, yeah. in a dark room? Don't you in the feel school? this cold spot? <gasps> oh my god, I do. No, no, no. Use cold spot. That's, yeah, that's the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why is the window so cold? <laughs> There's a light coming oh, in no. from the street. <laughs> that was the window she fell out of. <laughs> yeah. 
anyway, yeah. Probably not representative of anthropology. If I have one criticism of the film... <gasps> oh, my God. It was that... Well, at least he was a very bad anthropologist. Wait, I think there's something mm. walking. Is it oh, Dr. Right. Marquis? It looks like it might be Dr. Marquis. Is this place haunted? Well, the ghost of Dr. Marquis. <laughs> when was this place built? <gasps> um, I imagine it was built in 1400. Oh, was this part of the original? Yeah, it was the original. Yeah. Can you tell? That's good, solid. Well, that's high quality MDF, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's lasted lasted yeah. the years. Look at those folders right there. Oh, yeah. When are they from? I'd like to know. <laughs> well, let's not look inside because we obviously don't need to verify anything that I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably from ages ago. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. It's <laughs> yeah, amazing the kind of ring binders they had in the 1400s. Mm. Just like today. <laughs> they were so ahead of their time. <laughs> Also, did not realise that door was mechanical and thought it was genuinely opening and shutting <laughs> unprompted. What, downstairs? Yeah. I was properly scared by that. <laughs> and I had noticed it was mechanical and such to make a joke. I was like, oh my God, Claire, look. <laughs> Didn't realise you were actually a little concerned. Mm. Well, it was like that time we watched the thing with the CCTV cameras in the house. And there's a demon coming to get Hunter or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, what was that called? Paranormal Activity. Yeah. That's a scary film. Oh, God, that's so frightening, isn't it? My sister says it's not frightening at all, but I'm like, oh, I could sister. hardly watch it. <laughs> your sister has a heart of steel. <laughs> she does watch horror films by herself a lot okay. of the times. In the dark, alone. We were yeah, staying okay. at Michael's mum's when we were watching that. And then we'd gone back to, we'd gone to sleep and... Michael's door in his bedroom at home doesn't mm-hmm. quite, if you don't shut it properly, doesn't quite catch and uh, yeah, Michael had fallen asleep sort of half an hour after we'd gone to bed and then the door just swung open really slowly <laughs> and I like, I couldn't get out of bed in case the demon got me, I had to wake Michael to go and shut Amazing that just sometimes doesn't catch one time in a thousand maybe and it happened to be that night <laughs> <laughs> I was willing like to sacrifice you to the demon. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> Well the thing is it maybe did catch but then something opened. Oh don't oh, oh no. That must be it. <laughs> oh don't say things like that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you about the witches behind my house. <laughs> this is a bit of a tangent, but this is a good one. I I was like seventeen and it was the summer before I went to university. And it was a hot night, so I had the window open. And I was just lying in bed, hadn't quite got to sleep yet. And I heard this singing from out the back. And it got louder and louder. There must have been a group of people. But it was mainly just one female voice singing in a language I couldn't quite mm. make out. Oh, maybe it was but tongues. It just got louder and louder was until I could almost feel it like it was singing in the room. And then it just stopped all at once, and I didn't hear anything else after oh that. Oh my goodness! Um, and there's a bit of like, like there's some footpaths and stuff out the back where people, I guess, must have been, but I've no idea what that was, and I will must never have know. Been a witch. Wow. Yeah, I think that's the only explanation. That is really, that's very spooky. Mm. Very spooky indeed. I one time I got home. Oh my god, the bells! Yeah, the bells. The bells. <laughs> the bells. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I, one time I got home and I was very, very, very drunk. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled up the stairs and I managed to get all my clothes off and I got into bed and I woke up in full pyjamas. No way! <laughs> <laughs> Put these pyjamas on me! <laughs> Was it you, ghost? <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> Do you think that if you hadn't got all your clothes off, you'd have woken up with your pyjamas over your clothes? <laughs> Oh, and then says I should have my pyjamas on. <laughs> I went to to bed drunk once. All right, Fernando. In the first year, and mm-hmm. I, I when I got up in the morning, my my toothbrush was on the side; it had been used, so I guess I must have brushed my teeth before I went to bed. But next to it, there was a a sheep's tooth. <laughs> what? And so what? I have this sheep's tooth. I keep it in, kept, used to keep it in like a little bag. Like I think we must have found it when we were on holiday when I was a kid or something. Um, but it w- would have been like in a drawstring bag in a drawer in my desk. And for some reason in the night, I've, I've gone into that desk drawer, into that bag, <laughs> taken out the sheep's tooth and put it next to my toothbrush. <laughs> Did you try no brushing the sheep's why. tooth? <laughs> Maybe. There was no sign of me having done so, but... Uh, Did it not smell minty? <laughs> it didn't smell it. <laughs> what the hell that was, mm. I have no idea. You ever had anything scary happen to you, Fernando? Yes, when I was living in Jumbrand Hall Annex, I presently went to watch um, Paranormal Activity, yeah. and when I went back to my room... I just could someone knocking on my headbed, and there was nothing. There's nothing behind my head. Well, there was the bathroom because it was an ensuite room. So we just kept knocking, and I was like, "Okay, maybe it will go away," but it didn't. So I looked back, and then nothing happens, and the, the noise wasn't there. So I was like, "Oh, it was okay." So maybe the noise just just went away. So I continued lying on my bed. Until it started again. Oh. <laughs> this must be a oh paranormal my activity. Well, it's definitely not normal activity. It was definitely para. Pantera that natural, is yes. well beyond normal activity. That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Better than my pajama story. That <laughs> was real good. You, your story is a different genre. <laughs> I didn't put the pajamas on. <laughs> Something dressed me. Were they your pajamas? Yeah. Okay. So, if they weren't yeah, your pajamas, that would be super weird. <laughs> I don't know, I've just got the, the paranormal activity story. I don't think I've really got any actual scary stories. Uh, what okay. do you mean? The one where the door opens. Oh, yeah, because yeah. the demon was coming mm-hmm. to steal me. And yeah. when I moved to Dean's Court, uh, there was no one living in, in the main building because it was being refurbished, and for some reason I was let in. Uh, so <laughs> literally, oh. there was no one living in the oh main my building, God. it was just me. However, I, I just one night I went out and the room next to me had the light permanently turned on. Like, is someone living there? Maybe mm. I should just knock and say, maybe someone just moved in. I knocked, nobody, 
Nobody answered. I knocked again a little bit harder, and nobody answered. And yes, the light was on for some reason. It was a ghost. It must yeah. have been a ghost. God, and there's someone saying, telling this story right this second, saying like, yeah, I was the only one living in Dean's Court. And one night I heard a knocking <laughs> at my door. And I froze in terror, knowing no one else was there. And they knocked louder. <laughs> After ten minutes, I opened the door and it was just an empty <laughs> Yes. In a different universe, of course. <laughs> yeah. In a different universe where it wasn't actually a ghost. <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, I'd like to stick by my first assertion that there weren't any ghosts, at least none confirmed, and that we just watched the slow disintegration of Eleanor's mind as she became wrapped up in this her own story of how the house wanted her mm. and yeah. slowly went mad herself because she wanted someone to want her. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you it. just have to take out that door swelling, don't you? If you do that, everything else. I think I'm going to go with the psychosis explanation. No, but it was because there, there are instances of that happening where people are convinced that in a group that they saw something paranormal. Yeah, that, but that it's just a sort of shared delusion. Shared delusion, like so much tension is building and building and building. Like, um, I think that's in factories in Malaysia. There's there's instances where they think that they're being uh, possessed, uh-huh. and the the wow. women are absolutely certain that they are possessed. Uh-huh. Um, um, I can't remember what else is about. It's probably not even Malaysia. I'm probably remembering that wrong. I'm as bad an anthropologist as Marquis. <laughs> but um, that the people are reading into it is that it's their response to um, the imposition of capitalism on on them, the fact that they are having to work these extremely long hours, extremely hard conditions. That it's manifesting in this kind of shared mm. um, experience of possession. That they all feel like they're possessed. That they're. they're turns of possession amongst the women but they're all convinced that they are being possessed and right. the, the women who are possessed are sure well at least according to this study yeah I suppose Go. I suppose that would like it just takes the first few people to act, mm-hmm. like identify it as that and then everyone recognises the same symptoms yeah you know they're tired and stuff but suddenly you think that's a, a demon and it just becomes this yeah very plausible explanation um i reckon that could have been what was going on with that door just where like cause eleanor's slowly disintegrating as our minds just going Mm. theo's quite open to esp and stuff and the doctor's looking for supernatural (laughs) phenomenon so the fact that she's like maybe overreacting to some banging noises and and her sleep sleep hallucinates that someone's holding her hand. You know, just that build-up of stories and stuff could be that, you know, if the door did swell a little bit, as a collective, they all read too much into it because yeah. they've mm. just been convinced they that something's up. Yeah, none of them actually make, they say nothing about the door swelling. We're really keen to explain away this door. I know, it's but none of them talk. Like we have the comment from Luke about how he's going to sell the house, but um, and maybe he thinks he saw the door as well. We don't know that the doctor did or the elder did or the theo did. Yeah, they just said, "Oh my god, do you see that?" And they mm. each worked out something that they convinced themselves <laughs> that they <laughs> saw. Right? Yeah, yeah, maybe they also had different things. Yeah, who yeah. knows? Because <laughs> we, I assume we Brilliant. only see Eleanor's perspective. 
throughout the film. I think so. Well, yeah, possibly. Definitely not quite, but yeah, most of the time. Mm-hmm. But what happened to the wife? The wife was fine. No, the wife was not fine. She was possessed. She wasn't possessed. She got <laughs> frightened and went into the attic and got lost. She she turned up after the car had crashed and said, oh yeah, don't worry guys, I'm fine. She was not possessed? I don't think so. Well, well you could read it as that if you want to believe in the supernatural aspects. So un- until we started talking, I figured she was possessed because why else would she go marching mm. up into the attic and get all weird and stuff? Um, but yeah, there, there's, there's certainly a, a reasonable explanation for that if you want one. They say at the beginning the house is extremely hard to navigate. It's very easy to get lost because all yeah. the, it's so. Um, all the doors closing. All the doors keep closing. It's hard to find your way around. Yeah. She somehow ended up in the attic. I think that's very believable. Yeah. <laughs> I was got this was, ladder. She was half asleep. <laughs> yeah. Climb was extremely rickety. As far as Put these pajamas on me. <laughs> mm. This is a better film than I gave it credit for. <laughs> I think this is a good example of why I'm glad we have this film club because this this is a solid example of me disliking a film and I thought we were going to turn up here and have a really short conversation where we say, yeah, it was a bit rubbish, wasn't it? Oh, well, I guess people weren't really good at making horror films back then and then just all went home and I can now see so much more that I like in oh, this film now that so we've talked about it. Mm. Um, that was good. Hmm. How about you, Fernando? Uh, I still <laughs> no. like it as much. I still like it as much as I was liking it before. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the conversation, of course. Um, I did not hate it. Okay. I just thought me neither. It was a little bit old. Yeah, yeah. I really struggle with old films. You do. I was surprised you chose one. Um, yeah. I don't know, I just find them really boring. I feel like people were, I don't know, expected mm. something else from their entertainment and they had I'm sure, a yeah. concentration really spider stuff. Yeah, so I, I love mm. a lot of old films, but I think this is a very good example of what you're saying there. Yeah. Um, that some of the scenes went on for ages yeah. and had really bizarre choices of dialogue and uh, that kind of thing. The, the Easy target is special effects, of course, and I didn't think this film had particularly bad special effects. I thought they did quite a good job with what they had. They had excellent wobbly cameras and like turning cameras and stuff. Yeah, I thought the effects were really good. Um, And it must have been a very short decision because around about that time, I guess you'd have to choose: are we going to shoot this in black and white or color? And someone must have been like definitely black and white this is such a black and white film it's going to be perfect um, so moody and dark for the, the whole thing oh, yeah, colour would have ruined it yeah. Yeah. maybe just if Theodora had been in colour <laughs> she'd wearing red or something yeah in my head she's very bright yeah she's very vibrant as a person she was a vibrant person but yeah black and white was the right choice I think what lovely chiaroscuro Sorry. Is that the combination of red and blue? No. Oh. Good, good try. Uh, is it not the contrast of black light, and white and shadow? And yeah. I think it's so. a film. It's. I'm not even sure I pronounced that right, but it's a 
thing I vaguely remember from Can film you say studies. It again? Chiaroscuro. Chiaroscuro? Let me let me just give it a quick Google. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Quick Google there. Nice. I don't I really know what it is, but I feel like it applies in this film. <laughs> so I have a question. Oh, sorry, have you got Oh, sorry, yeah, I've got it here. Uh, it's the strong contrast between light and dark, usually bold contrasts affecting a whole composition. Nice. And how do you spell? C H I A. Chiaroscuro. Nice. C C U R O, maybe. What's it? How's it? Oh right, sorry. Do you want to guess? Like Chiara and then Scoro. C H I A R O S C U R O. Is there a space in there somewhere? No. Chiara Scoro. A Chiara Scoro. Italian. Sorry. I think that means Claire in Italian, is it not? Chiara. Yeah. Yeah. Claire Scuro. I think Scuro means young, doesn't it? Oh, Claire Young. (laughs) Well, I see. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) This is my friend, Moody Lighting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. If I was a session musician, I'd be called Moody Lighting. Mm. <laughs> so my question mm. was do you know how the old woman in the house died because the the paid companion, companion was uh, um, kissing someone on the veranda <laughs> someone was kissing her on the veranda <laughs> am I right? <laughs> um, my, metaphor my top hat nearly fell off I was so shocked <laughs> by that <laughs> <laughs> when do you think this film was made? <laughs> well, apparently, but um, I suppose even that that was supposed to have happened like many years yeah, before the film was set, right? Yeah, yeah like 1870 um, or something. Yeah, okay. So really, she shouldn't have been kissing anyone on the veranda. No. <laughs> Certainly not. Should not be a boy in the house, that's for sure. Although, no, she was... <laughs> she was waiting on the old lady, wasn't she? Mm. Yeah. Who was, like, 80 and mm. had come to the house when she was 10 or so. Mm. Um, oh, so yeah, that would so have maybe been it wasn't many that years before. afterwards and the mm-hmm. house was only 90 years old, so yeah. that must have happened in the 1930s or something. Mm. So that's still a, a bit scandalous. <laughs> Even the the film, this was sixty three, right? Like, yeah. I think a lot of things happened in the following five or six years to do with people's attitude to sex and relationships. Yeah, right? that was the start of the. This the film, in fact, started the. I think it was. This film, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that suggestion <laughs> that Theo might be gay. Yeah. Was what started it off. Women up and down the country were turning up to their hairdresser saying, Give me a Theo. It's all my question. Right, so the parallel, like, the parallel between that story and Eleanor's story oh, yeah. is I, didn't even I feel like that. we have to address that yeah, yeah. and whether. Eleanor really did hear her mum knocking and chose to ignore it mm-hmm. or sort of transplant that story into her memory 
mm. so that she could feel bad because it would be a massive coincidence if that was the case and also like if your sick mum is banging on the wall for medication that she needs to stay alive obviously she's going to die if you don't take her out like the idea that she felt like oh it was just this one time I didn't take her the medication she needs to live <laughs> oh, well that's just stupid that you can't possibly mm-hmm. be in that situation so I mm. suspect that maybe she just looked after her mum the best she could and then her mum died and she felt guilty that she was dead and sort of used that mm. as a something to enhance the guilt um, yeah, yeah. She if she can believe big... all these things, then yeah. surely she can believe that she heard this knocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't know well, either. That's just my interpretation. I, I feel like I could easily see Eleanor's character reaching a breaking point with looking after her mum, and just that's one true. day, randomly one day, decides to go back to sleep. Not even decides, just doesn't take the medicine. Yeah. So, but I don't know. It's left. It's left very open. Mm-hmm. As with much in the film. God, maybe it was a good film. <laughs> I think what we should do film. is watch the nineteen nineties version to, to wow. not, I think we should watch Comparing the old version again. <laughs> well yeah. I'm starting to enjoy it more <laughs> now that we've been talking. Maybe we should make our own version. <laughs> Tonight. Two guys, oh. two women, we can uh Bag with you. Oh no. Oh I'm so I Helena. wanted to be Theo. <laughs> oh you could be Theo. I'll be um, the wife. No, I really, really want to be the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll be Luke. Oh, jeez, if you want. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> hey! Oh, can I be Mrs Dudley? I've hey, don't anyone. break that! <laughs> Mrs Dudley. Yeah, I'll be Mrs Dudley. That's worth $13! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, sell it and put it in a nightclub. Gotta break it up sell it for pots. <laughs> <laughs> turn it into a nightclub. Hey, Doc! God, he was repulsive, wasn't he? I don't know if I'd say he was repulsive. Just boring. Because I quite. I, uh, I sort of enjoyed the relief that came with him <laughs> being on screen. It was like, oh, the crazy guy's here, what's he going to say next? But it but really you know did what he's kill everything that was good <laughs> he's about him. say, hey! <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, sweet cheeks? <laughs> Are they male or female ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> Just asking, doctor. Oh, he wasn't the best, is he? No. He did make them all martinis, though. He did make them all martinis. He, did he was clearly an alcoholic. Can we yeah. talk about that? Yeah. Oh, he drank. Yeah, he came down in the middle Just of the night. Drank Just drank straight he, from a bottle of whiskey. He said, oh, I needed a drink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. And that's why it all went well, wrong. Well, there's wrong with being an alcoholic. That was when Mrs. Mark was... Well, it's not good to be an alcoholic, right? It's not good, but it's not immoral. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't mean to sound so shocked and scandalised. Judgmental. <gasps> yeah. He drank. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he should He should seek the help that he needs. Human babes. Yeah. Yeah, but that was the catalyst, wasn't it, for it? All going wrong. Yeah. Was him mm-hmm. going down for that drink? It's there in his post. Yeah. Sure. wall. Absent without <laughs> liquor. <laughs> hey, hey! I just thought of that then. It was very good. Thanks. Hmm. Bit hopeless, wasn't he? It was a bit hopeless. Yeah. Also, um, is it time? <gasps> so- 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 so-
symbolism, symbolism, symbolism. Oh. You've ruined it. <laughs> what have you got for us? Oh, nothing. I think we've already talked about everything that was Yeah, symbolic, but... I think we covered everything. <laughs> but uh, I like to have a separate segment over symbolism. Uh, well, nonetheless, so let's have a think about what objects that could be symbols or the what, uh, actions. The padlock on the door <gasps> was the padlock to her heart. <laughs> um, yep. Yep, yep. The shaky staircase, really. She was on a shaky staircase for the whole film, <laughs> going higher and higher, but could collapse in any second. Yep. This is easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should have done an English degree. You should have done an English degree. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, more symbolism, woman, join us. Uh, what about the mirror breaking? We don't even see it break. Remember? It just tumbles. She oh, says, the yeah. whole house is falling around me and the, we see the mirror fall and hear oh, yeah. it shatter. But we don't see it shatter. It hasn't. Yeah. Okay. okay. She was scared right. by her okay. reflection, wasn't she? <gasps> she when was. She, first she did arrived. get a huge fright by her reflection, didn't she? It's like she's losing her sense of self. <gasps> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I well, think that's a bit contrived, to be honest. In <laughs> 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 so she's... Yeah, because she she's shocked by her reflection yeah. when she sees it like on the wall of the house. Yeah. Because the house is scary. Mm-hmm. But when she says the the house is falling down around her, it's like her own self falling down yeah. around her. You know, I think yeah. there's something in that. I think so. Well, they, kind of, right? Because I mean, if we're taking the viewpoint that, which I think we should, that all of the crazy stuff that's happening with the house is just happening with the characters, yeah. basically with Eleanor, then, yeah, sort of, in terms of imagery and stuff, it makes sense to have the house collapsing as she's collapsing. Mm. Yeah, why not? Hmm. Trees? Those are some murderous trees. Tell you that. One particular murderous that, tree. Yeah. Right? That one tree. I would have oh, cut that tree down. Yeah. <laughs> Big job. No film. <laughs> it would great. I think it, the tree in the film was imbued with a sense of agency, like the house was. Yeah. You think? Yeah. It was a deranged tree. It was part <laughs> of the grounds of the house, so it had the same madness, the same lust for blood. Oof. Is it or did it? We don't know. Wait, Maybe yeah. Eleanor's drove into the tree. We don't even know if something was taking the wheel of the car. She looked like she was just doing it herself. Yeah. Driving it. So was it the Theo tree? said that she drove it drove into the tree deliberately, swerved yeah. in order to hit it. Mm-hmm. Um Do you mean Theo or do you mean Mrs. Markway? Oh, maybe it was Mrs. Markway. Yeah, who said, oh no, she didn't swerve out of the way of me. Mm. She was trying to hit the tree. Yeah. Either Theo or Luke, though, did pack on it and said that she looked like she was just... No, I think it was Luke who was like, she looked like she just drove into that tree. Mm. And maybe it was Theo, I can't really remember, who said, no, I think there was something... Or Dr. Markway even, who was like, there's something in that car with her. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. But we don't know. We just don't know. Good stuff. Yeah. Wow. Any other comments? That's all my thoughts. I think that's all for me. If I could read my notes, I might have some wonderful insights to share, but... I feel like you've shared some wonderful insights. Thanks very much. Nice meeting. Changed my opinion. Mm. 
between you. Great. Well done. Should we... Guess so. <gasps> go into the light? No. Yeah. Because we're sitting in the dark, not should we kill ourselves and go into the light? <laughs> Good, I'm glad you <laughs> didn't mean that. Right. Well, a bit worrying that you had to clear oh, that up. Yeah. That well, was... you never know. We are very high up, and this is the tower that she threw herself off of. Mm. Oh my god, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've just got to find them. I you not have that bookmark? No. I find it every time. (laughs) So we're in a university building. Should we be like yelling Arriba and all that? I guess no one's here, are they? Yeah. Someone downstairs that's gonna be their paranormal story. <laughs> <laughs> Just distantly heard people shouting at me. <laughs> also that's not Jesus, I thought that was Jesus. That thing there? No, I thought it was an nativity scene. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, would you like to draw the piece of paper off the table? (laughs) Says Eleanor. (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, Michael, would you care to choose next session's film? Yes, anybody who was paying attention to to WhatsApp over the last couple of weeks will already have had this spoiled for them. Um, But I'm going to pick Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah.